Anthroposophy to the Point, a podcast of the weekly journal Das Gertianum. The Heart Around Us, that is the title of the coming conference of the medical section from September the 13th to September the 18th this year. And another title is, the undertitle, The Importance and Meaning of Therapeutic Community. Um, difficult to pronounce. Now I have an interview with Georg Soltner, the co-leader of the medical section. Um, well, let's start with the question, what is it, uh, a therapeutic community? In medicine, we are not alone as a doctor or as a nurse or as a therapist. We have to collaborate, to work together for the patient. And in anthroposophic medicine, which is now about 100 years old, from the beginning on, the building of a therapeutic community was a main principle in this medicine. This is a very modern principle. And today, especially in chronic diseases, we see that therapeutic communities and building of patient communities, of patient groups, is also a very successful principle in therapy. For example, in a severe heart disease, groups of patients with a multi-professional team, for example, in a one-week Program, we call it a heart school, can be very effective to change the lifestyle of the patients, which has a huge impact on their prognosis. Because to change my nutrition, to change my behavior in terms of body activity, walking, and, and so on, or even doing therapy. These are very effective principles to prevent a second myocardial infarction, for example. So you mentioned it is easier to transform my habits in a group than alone. It can be easier, yes, especially when you have to change your lifestyle, what you are used to do for decades and now You, you find yourself in an intensive care unit. <laughs> you realize you cannot go on in that way. You feel alone. And now you come into a group with others who have the same problem. You are not alone. They have also the same problem. You are not the lonely sinner doing uh, everything wrong. No, the transformation of your habits and, and to learn a new behavior is a common task of others also, and that helps you to motivate you. Interesting. Well, in education, um, there's this um, saying that to educate a child, you need a village. I think it's an African saying. And the same fact we do have in the matter of healing, or what do you mean? We see that education is also a main principle in medicine especially in the prevention and treatment of chronic diseases. And the most important therapist in medicine is the patient, her or himself. 
So what the patients do and how the patients change their life is more important than many pills. We have also in, invited Machtelt Huber. She is very famous in the Netherlands and she has the opening keynote to speak about what is health and that we see more and more that a patient-centered understanding of health is needed and not a typical medical understanding about all the things which do not function in the patient, where the patient fails to perform. No, the other way around, we have to ask what is important for the patient to adapt to his situation and to self-manage his life. And then we have other priorities and we can motivate the patients much more to, to engage themselves. And we cannot cure many chronic diseases like the diabetes of adults or overweight or smoking and so on only with the help of the doctor or the pharmaceutical industry. No, the patients themselves, they, they, they have the key role in medicine. To manage our own life, well, there's a big task in this uh, area, I think, to get familiar with that common feeling of loneliness in our days. Well, loneliness mirrors also the progress in consciousness development. And we speak in anthroposophy uh, about consciousness soul and the consciousness soul <laughs> is in a situation which brings the experience of loneliness with it. So you are not based on common rules or uh, on, on emotions in your big family. No, you have to realize in an inner act of consciousness, who are you and What do you have to change to become really human and also to become healthy? And we see that many families experience that there is divorce of the parents. Many singles in, in the big cities in the world experience a situa situation of loneliness. And we know that this is also very relevant in terms of illnesses. And now it is a question of your own personal initiative to reconnect with others, but on a new level of consciousness. And also in our work, in our in the therapeutic team, to work together with others, but now from your own self-consciousness, so that you request for freedom in your work. This is a new challenge, and it's very different from a state where one pyramid is existing and, and executes pressure on everybody to function as a wheel in this, in this whole machine. No, we want to work as free individuals. We want to engage by heart in our work, especially in our therapeutic work. But we also have to collaborate with others. And this is a challenge. And for this new building of communities, the heart is a picture Because you titled your conference with the, the heart. The heart is not a picture. The heart is a reality. And the heart is the organ which is the most sensitive for the quality of human relationship. So what you experience 
with me. I can feel in my heart when I listen to my heart because my heart is an organ which resonates with your heart. And our brains may be not well connected and we may have very different thoughts or even <laughs> if you come from another country, I even may not understand what you are saying. But by heart, we can always connect and feel what is the impact of our encounter for each of us. And we see that also when you look to all these traumatized patients, for example, trauma is a very important background also of chronic diseases and of heart diseases. We see we can help there, there with art therapy, with biographical counseling, with urethmy therapy, with endoposophic medicines, with endoposophic psychotherapy, with all these tools we have in endoposophic medicine and which are represented in all the working groups of our conference. And one working group is about the question, building communities with uh, people who passed away, uh, who died already. What does that mean or what is the yes, medical in, in, point of this? It's interesting that in modern literature, in, in some novels which were published in the last years, more and more dead human beings play an important role. And so I just read uh, one novel from a Turkish writer, a woman, um, where one of the persons in this novel regularly can perceive a dead person and also have a dialogue with this person. So also in my life, I have to say that the experience of the reality of, of the dead played an important role that I became interested for anthroposophy to find a, a, a way of thinking which fits to my perceptions. And in the relationship to the dead, we may experience that many things which are very important in our daily life do not count, are not very relevant. And what we spoke about, that the moral quality of, of my acting, the, the experiences you have with me, another person has with me, is much more relevant. And so the dead are also teachers for us, not to, to be fully committed only with money and with success and all these things, but to to rethink our life and to focus on what is essential for the human being, what are the essential values, and not only of the humans, but of our whole planet. Yeah. Another topic about building community in your conference is uh, machines in our daily life, in our working area, computer in our working area, building communities with machines. It's a silly title. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it sounds <laughs> silly, but it is a reality, uh, especially, for example, in Japan, where many people feel ashamed when they, they need nursing care for, for their body, for example. They try to avoid that, and many of them prefer a robotic help. So also in the modern Japanese literature, this is reflected. 
And it becomes a general problem. On the one hand, we have not enough people who engage, for example, uh, as nurses or uh, doctors. On the other hand, we have artificial intelligence. So in the future, many diagnoses will be made by laboratory and computers and the doctor. The doctor's role also changes. So we have to ask ourselves, what is our vision of medicine? And this is also the title of a plenary discussion on the last day. Uh, Gerald Hefner will moderate it, who is former member of the European Parliament and, and uh, one of the founders of the Green Party in Germany and very experienced in the political uh, dialogue. And so we, we have to make clear what is the difference in the encounter with a machine and in the encounter with a human being. Yes, thanks, Georg. Another question is um, in your conference, not only human being could get ill, also um, a community, a corporation from different people could get into a crisis. Yes. And what is this? We have also a very good expert, Herbert, Herbert Salzmann, who has a keynote in this conference and also a working group. How can a therapeutic community cope with um, social crisis and overcome the situation, which is usual in therapeutic communities. We are all, are all human beings. And as I told you, we are human beings with, with a request for freedom. We are not motivated to follow only common guidelines, but to bring in our individual motivation aspects and also our problems and where we are not perfect in social collaboration, in perception of the other, in, in empathy with the other. And we are working in, in a professional situation which brings a lot of stress. And um, in this situation, conflicts are normal, but conflicts are also a chance. So when we can successfully cope with a social conflict, we can gain a new insight in ourselves. What should I develop? Which quality um, I am missing? This I can only experience in the encounter with the other, not in my personal inner meditation. So I have really to go into this situation and When we use a social conflict as an instrument of consciousness building, then at the end of this conflict, we are on another point in our life. We are, we are in another situation in our life. But there, sometimes professional help is also needed. And Herbert Salzmann is a, a doctor for communities, <laughs> a very experienced from Trigon and founded by Friedrich Glasel, who is a very famous counselor for companies, but also for social institutions and governments. And we have different stages of crisis and we have different tools to overcome these stages of, uh, in, a in, in a differentiated way. And this we can also learn on this conference. Uh, in the program of your conference, you pose that quote, an interesting quote from um, Wolfgang Schad, the biologist, the famous biologist and the philosophical biologist. 
And he mentioned, uh, he described the difference between the we, so the, the summary of the, all the people, and the I of humanity. Could you please describe the difference between we and the I of humanity? Well, the we, I think, is quite clear. We spoke about it now in, in this interview. The I of humanity... This is what we are longing for to become, what we are not yet. Each of us is not the human eye in its full extent, in its full being. And so it is also the question of what we call the Christ, what we, not in the sense of a specific religion, but in the sense of this spiritual being, which is also, which represents the human being for, of the future, of the true human being, which is fully connected with the spiritual world and living, being in love connected with the spiritual forces who created our earth planet. And in anthroposophy, we say that the earth is a planet of love, but we all know that we are not only living in love together, but this is the goal of the earth. This is the goal of the whole process we are going through, that we learn more and more to connect and to be, yeah, to live connected with this true human eye and the deeper perspective of community and to underline that not that we are one eye but in each of us lives an individuality which is at the same moment capable to connect with all other human beings and all living beings of this earth planet and in the climate crisis we see that we are educated that we are educated now to care for the earth, to care for all living beings, and to become able to do this, we try to connect with this eye you mentioned, and which is the future of our human eye. Georg Soltner, thank you very much for that interview. And I hope, I wish and I hope, and I'm sure it will be, This conference in September 13th to 18th will be a milestone on this long path, what you just mentioned. Thank you very much. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. You can read the English edition of the weekly journal Dasker Tianum at daskertianum.com slash en.